Hi everyone, and welcome to the 56th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro. Hey guys. And Brian. Howdy ho! Yay! Yay! Brian's back! Brian's here! <laughs> Whenever I'm on the show, everybody can automatically assume, and they all, they already know that we've done something to mess the first version up. <laughs> yep. And I am here as Let's the emergency stand-in. Yep, it was, it was my fault, so you can blame me. <laughs> Brandon, you're fired. Uh, yeah, this this mic, this mic. See, the problem is I use my laptop to record, and I use my laptop for other things sometimes, but I don't use it enough, so I sort of come back to it, and it's like, you know how when you get your hair cut and you walk out of the hairdresser and you feel completely disoriented? Mm-hmm. And you don't know where your car is, yes. Or at least me- that's that's at least how I feel. Or when you get out of the movie theater, <laughs> <laughs> that's basically me stumbling onto my laptop every month. Bless it's your like, heart. How do I use this thing? This horrible <laughs> trackpad. Why did I buy a tell? <laughs> well, here we are now. Here we are again. Yeah. Take two. So, take two of the podcasts. This one will be even better. You guys won't even know the difference. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's let's be. What's our record? Three, four. <laughs> I can't remember. I'd rather any- I'd rather not break it if we can if we can help it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not. <laughs> so anyway, uh, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union, and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We run on a four-week rotation with a new show every other Tuesday with Final Fantasy union and we come out on the itunes store kingdomheartsunion.com and churro kh2.co.uk uk 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 i was gonna literally i was listening to wu-tang before i uh those <laughs> <laughs> recordings so i was gonna say wu-tang, wu-tang. <laughs> yeah all right so we have a three segment show it's been a while since we had one of those we have our news segment first uh, followed by the burning question segment, and finally the question segment. Uh, in the way of the announcements, uh, stickers are going to those who have their questions answered in the question segment. And just so everybody knows, Kingdom Hearts 3D spoilers are a fair game. Poor Brian. I know. Brian, have you played? I have, have you played I it yet? I have not played it yet, but I've I've already been spoiled. Oh come on. Okay, so I I, I, I know. Well, I'm I've been spoiled, but I was spoiled by you guys the very first time that you announced <laughs> this because it wasn't just oh hey you know KH3D spoilers are fair game. It's KH3D spoilers are fair game, and we're gonna tell you all of them right now. <laughs> You guys were proper bastards that episode, and so th- there's really no point in me watching or playing the game at this point. Uh, I feel so bad, but you can you yeah. can you can thank Brendan for that. Yeah, that that's definitely <laughs> that one's on me. I I had to make sure that we didn't f- feel any hesitation going further. That everything was fair game. <laughs> oh, the life of an editor. Yep. Good old spoiler boy. Well, we'll we'll sort of experience this. Uh, to a lesser degree as uh, as Kingdom Hearts 3 news starts coming in because I really wish we didn't have to watch the trailers and we could sort of like pretend that it wasn't announced and one day we'll just notice it at GameStop and we can buy it. But unfortunately, we can't be that way. No. We have to cover it. No, it, it will get to us whether we want it or not. Yes. Yeah, no, but we, we, will, we will avoid... Once a uh, Japanese version of uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out, we won't... Uh, We'll keep those spoilers under wraps. Oh, yeah. We won't talk about those. And I won't watch anything. No. Uh, Churro, I'll, I'll, I'll I already probably know the that you're going to will. Cause yeah, I already, <laughs> we already know what you're going to do, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 I'll keep my lips sealed. So That's good. I just hope that I, I don't have a repeat of what happened with me in Birth by Sleep where, oh, my console is region free. Maybe I should buy this. I can, I can be fine with reading translations on the internet. That, that'd be that'd be a great experience. True, true. Can you read Japanese, or do you have to to, to do translations? Uh, my my Japanese is very very minor. Yeah. Like like literally insignificant. Yeah. Which means I have to rely on translation. Sometimes I bug 
my friends to help me translate something. I'll literally yeah, yeah, take yeah. a picture with my phone and send it to them. I'll be like, what does this say? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they got tired of it, too. <laughs> yeah. The the convenient thing about Japanese, and at least with uh, with some role-playing games, is uh, Japan has a whole alphabet that is designated for foreign characters. It's called katakana. Yeah. So if you if you learn katakana, you can, spell you can read the English. Yeah, you can read the English stuff that's in yeah. there. And the nice thing is a lot of the menus are that way, so you you could, for the most part, you could probably play the game. The problem is, it's an RPG, it has a story, and the rest of that, you can't get any exactly. of it. Exactly. So. Well, that's how I was able play to play uh, the first Final Mix and the second Final Mix, yeah, because exactly. I took the time to actually learn the Katakana, and then mm-hmm. as years went on, I just stopped learning Katakana, and then I had to start from scratch all over again when uh, Birth yeah. by Sea came out. One thing I will say about, at least with Final Mix, is... The fight against uh, Zemnus in uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 Final Mix, uh, the attack where he locks you up, that unfortunately is not written in katakana, it's written in hiragana, which I didn't know, and that's an alphabet for Japanese words anyway, so I wouldn't uh... be able to know what it meant. So yeah, they, 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 they're they not, uh, not that import friendly. Oh. Well, fortunately for me, before I fought him, I fought, I, I got sent the uh, entire video of somebody him fighting, so I kind of yeah. looked at the video and looked what I was uh, just marked what I was looking for when I had you to You knew what to that expect. Move, so. That that that's yeah. cheating. Cheater. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That wasn't cheating. I, I had done the I had same a, thing. I did the no. same thing, but the, the video I watched was churros, so. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, it was uh, actually the first video to go up online of uh, that fight, so it was yeah. kind of a big deal back then. Yeah, that was a big deal. Oh, wow. Yes, and the horrible, horrible compression of that video. I still <laughs> remember it. Still remember it to this day. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so moving on to the news segment. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what that was. I apologize. That's all right. <laughs> a- anything goes on the second second recording. <laughs> so anyway, uh, first bit of news. Uh, apparently Kingdom Hearts Chi is out. What? <laughs> we what? haven't been what? keeping up with it, and it's already out. <laughs> no, that, that's because there hasn't been that much news. It was, all, it was like, tiny news bit here, tiny news yeah. bit there. Oh, it's out now. Yay. Yeah. So basically... Here, here's Just a thing. recap. Here's yeah. the thing. When I, when I was editing the first version of this, mm-hmm. at that point, Truro, you had not played it. Have you played it since then? No, I have not. Okay. <laughs> so we're still in the same position. Everybody, okay. Everybody's telling me to play it. It's like, literally, it's like, Truro, you need to play Kate. KHT. I'm like, don't worry, I'll get to it. Uh. Uh, I still haven't got to it yet. I'm Nine, still playing yeah. Final Fantasy 13, so I want to get it cleared that out of the way first, because I've never beaten it. Yeah. So anyway, for those who are lost and don't know what Kingdom Hearts Chi is, just in case you don't know, uh, Kingdom Hearts Chi is a uh, as far as I know, free-to-play browser game uh, that has just released in Japan. Uh, basically, it recaps the Keyblade Wars, and you get to create your own Keyblade wielder, and you get to fight uh, the Heartless. And you know, it's it's the first time that you can actually create your own Keyblade wielder in a Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, it is a browser game. It doesn't look like Kingdom Hearts that much, uh, but. Uh, if you want to try it out, uh, you can do a g- quick Google search online for how to play Kingdom Hearts Chi, and I think all you need to do is make a Yahoo uh, Japan account uh, yeah, and, and um, some other stuff. And quick shout out to Cage Insider for pretty much like going yeah. head over heels and putting out you know pictures and information yeah. of all the stuff and translating a lot of the items and commands yep. and stories. So definitely go to Cage Insider if you guys want to. If you guys are lost, they so got the scoop. Definitely, they got. They 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 uh, spend a lot of time doing that for y'all. So is is there and a tentative release date for a U.S. version or a Western version? Has not been There's announced for nothing. any other territories, oh, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah. yeah so we we don't know, but honestly, I, I personally don't. Care. I mean, you don't have to really worry because Hamashi <laughs> is really non-canon, so it's really yeah. just to play with other people, and mainly, you know, that's just to see. I, I, to me, I think Hamashi is just a a way to test the grounds of playing with others online for what uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be. That's, that's in my opinion, though. Wouldn't it be awesome, though, if they were secretly recording all your movements and decisions and they did make it canon somehow? Oh, good grief. And then he walked to the left. And then he walked to the right. Brandon, we, and we're, then we're he being checked his on. Facebook. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so you don't need to put that in... Don't put spying in my Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Could 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 happen when, when Nomura is involved. 
Anyway, speaking of Nomura, our second bit of news, uh, uh, we have some clarification about the D23 event uh, that is happening in Japan that Kingdom Hearts 3 will be featured at. Nomura will also be present at that event. Uh, that's going to be in October, which is actually after uh, TGS. So uh, that's going to be, as far as we know, that's the uh, furthest out date that we know that Kingdom Hearts 3 is confirmed to be at. Uh, mm. So that's going to be an interesting time. Another bit of, uh, well, clarification and just explanation of what D23 is. Uh, D23 is kind of like a expo for uh, Disney uh, and all the stuff that their company does. Uh, we've had it in the U.S. for quite a while. This is the first one in Japan ever. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And Nomura and Kingdom Hearts 3 get to make a showing at it. So that's uh, that, this is uh, really a big actors, honor. Shinji Hashimoto is going to yep. be there. They're going to reveal some cool information about the series that has never been told about before. So Definitely. we'll be getting some interesting things from the event. Well, I, I so have to ask, if, and, and this is this is entirely a guess. It's entirely speculation. You guys can tell mm-hmm. me whether you, you agree or disagree. But I get the feeling that with the change in leadership at Square Enix, Namor may be being pressured to be at these and to make all of these announcements. He, he has said that, you know, it's really kind of too early for us to be talking about this. But, I mean, is it possible that the higher-ups are saying, we don't care, you need to go ahead and start announcing this, stop being as elusive as you have been? Yeah, I, I would yeah, say that's I a very good guess. I highly agree with that. Because, <laughs> okay. you know, they suffered uh, major financial losses. They need something to kickstart, you know, the company again. And basically, the two biggest games that everybody's been wanting to hear from is Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts 3. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see, to see how they ha- how he handles the next couple of, of conferences. I mean, E3 was huge in the fact that they just announced Definitely. these things. But now mm-hmm. they've got to consistently, you know, give us news that that is not just regurgitating. Yeah, it'll be interesting uh, to see Nomura, how he handles that. Cuz Nomura was actually at the uh, Japan Expo that was earlier this month and yeah. he signed uh, he talked with the crowd he said it was a huge turn, you know. A crowd, there was a huge crowd there, and you know, he actually stayed there to sign, luck, you know, autographs for a hundred lucky people. Wow! Wow! So you know, for no more somebody like him to do that, you know, it it totally says something from his higher ups telling him, oh, you need to start going out there and make an appearance. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you're a very shy person or not. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to go out there and start. You know. Exactly. promoting these games you're working on. Sure. What I wonder is, going further, what are they going to be showing? Because clearly, this game is very, very early, and they've already had... They, they just announced that they've already had two appearances of the director at a major event, and they're going to have two more confirmed, you know, back-to-back between two different months. To me, I, mean, I, think, I think that... Announce? I think that D... 323 is probably just going to be a part of a recap of what they showed at TGS. I That's think, what my guess is. I think they might also announce maybe some Disney Worlds, uh, just because, you know, it is a Disney event, yeah. so they might focus that, on that, like, that would be the time Disney-oriented stuff. Possibly other projects. Uh, I have a feeling, a sneaking suspicion, that Disney might want more interaction with Square uh, with regards to Kingdom Hearts. And the reason I bring this up is not just because of the D23 Expo, but also at E3, uh, during the uh, Final Fantasy little press event, uh, someone from Disney came up and got up on stage and talked about Kingdom Hearts for a while. So they're starting to wedge their way into the series a little bit more. So I don't know if they have other plans. Maybe TV show? I hope not. No more I don't want to. I don't want Corey in the house, <laughs> or Wizards of Waverly Place to be my uh, in my Kingdom Hearts yeah. or anything like that, or a Kingdom Hearts show that is in the vein of Hannah Montana. Yeah, I was about to say if Hannah Montana shows up in Kingdom Hearts three, I quit. I'm done. <laughs> I, same Hearts here. I quit to too. Me. I'm like, I'm like starting starting from that moment on. I'm retiring. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done. Like you won't so, see me on this podcast anymore. Now, now, but that's yeah. the thing, though. I mean, I do have a line, though. You know, if they brought back the Mouseketeers, like Justin Timberlake or something, that would be awesome on so many levels. <laughs> I, I, I would love that, but uh, I don't think that they ever should. But I would, I would thoroughly enjoy that. I would I mean, only accept that if Justin Timberlake was playing himself <laughs> and he fought Sephiroth, and Sephiroth was played by Lance Bass. Lance Bass, yes, exactly. Only, that's yeah, see, the only see, way see, I, I can. I, I would, I would accept that. I would definitely want to play that too. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or make, you know, the Backstreet Boys or NSYNC one of the summons. That would be hilarious. Uh, definitely, yeah. 
So that that could work out. Mouseketeers maybe. And to be fair, they had the Mickey Mouse Club song in Kingdom Hearts since the beginning. Exactly. So it is not unheard of. It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> uh, I don't want to think about that happening, though. Uh, anyway, moving along. Uh, there, were some, uh, there was a Famitsu interview uh, in earlier July uh, in which Nomura... Uh, talked about some more interesting details about uh, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, some of the interesting bits, uh, first and foremost, is that we will be seeing Riku and Kairi soon. So that's pretty awesome. We, we won't be obvious. in the dark anymore, so that's awesome. I would say that that also could mean that we're seeing story stuff soon. Just because, I mean, what they showed already, they've only showed Sora, and then they showed Donald and Goofy in sort of like a CG standy kind of way. Yeah. But, uh... Right now they're you know they're talking all right we're we're gonna be seeing Riku and Kairi soon so I'm imagining they might be showing them in a more uh, substantial way hopefully oh we'll see uh, and then beyond that uh, Sora and Riku's keyblades have changed during the Mark of Mastery exam I don't know how to take this it was a weird question and it wasn't phrased well but it was interesting and potentially story related somehow <laughs> uh, so maybe Sora doesn't have the kingdom key but he he had it in the uh the E3 demo oh, in the uh know. in the battle scene so i don't know i don't know i don't know what it means it's it's very unclear does he mean his power to wield the keyblade maybe some of his powers have changed during the mark of mastery exam cuz as far as i remember you can have any keyblade you want you just put on the keychain and then just it does its thing <laughs> I mean, I mean, and the snap of a menu load, as uh, Terra and uh, Aquas did near the end of the game. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll have to see what that even means. But just so you guys know, uh, Sora's and Riku's Keyblade apparently did change somehow. Uh, and also, Nomura won't deny the possibility of us being able to play as Riku or Kairi. So. Uh, I'm I thinking. I really don't want to play as Kyrie, though. I have I do no desire to play as Kyrie. <laughs> I just hope she wear wear some pants or something. Uh, <laughs> it could get dangerous. Uh, no, I I, yeah, I, I have no more zero desire. Style. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, some some shorts underneath. That's all we need. <laughs> Play, playing as Sarah in in thirteen two was bad enough. I really don't want to play as Kyrie. I really just I I don't. But they could they could play her up to be more like Aqua, and I think that's the intention uh, of her becoming a Keyblade Master. It's, it's kind of funny because nice. like everybody keeps wanting Kyrie to be useful and playable, yet here's Brian saying he doesn't want to. I don't. I I didn't even like playing as Riku. Uh, I really didn't. In in Chain of Rechain of Memories, I really didn't like playing as Riku. I preferred right, him. To be set. fair, I preferred his fighting style in yeah. that game over Sora's, but I really, I just didn't like playing as him. Well, that's why I, you need to play Dream Drop Distance, because <laughs> you need to see... Uh, Come on, Brian. It's, it's worth the play. <laughs> Come oh, on. All, all the cool kids are playing it. Come on, Brian. God. Come on. It, it's been out for a year. You need to play it. <laughs> But yeah, so potentially we could play as them. Uh, we did speculate before that... Well, we speculated on our last recording. <laughs> it's possible that maybe uh, maybe they're going to set it up so that these characters are sort of in teams, perhaps. So Riku would be with Mickey, Kairi would be with potentially Axel, though I hope not. I hope she'll be with Sora, and we get to be the dynamic duo, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> I, think, I think, I mean, since Kyrie needs to train with, with Lee anyways, I think, I think, usually in the beginning, I think that'll happen first, just to be yeah. training with Lee to use the Keyblade properly. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely imagine that. Then I maybe think, down the line in the game, I would say maybe switch. final battle, they might switch it up, and it might be, you know, Sora, Riku, Kyrie as a team... Uh, Lee, Shion, and Roxas as a team, and then obviously uh, Terra, Aqua, and Ventus as a team, and then I guess uh, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy as a team. That'd be, be awesome if they did it that way, kind of like Final Fantasy Seven Final Boss style. Yeah, so and switch maybe parties. switch parties. I, I could see that being pretty awesome. Uh, we'll have to see. Hopefully, it's not too overpowered when you have Sora, Riku, and Kairi all together. You know, you got overpowered. your overpowered. You, know, you got your Master Xehanort's already powered as it is. <laughs> you got your tank character. You got your Sora, which is your fast one, and you got your healer, uh, presumably because you know they're very sexist when it comes to girl characters. <laughs> She's <laughs> the healer. Uh, Gosh, get in them cures, woman. 
do it now. Yeah. Unless unless they make her a little bit Yuna and then she does summons and summons aren't crap. If that was the case, then okay, yeah. maybe they might balance her out that way. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. But yeah, lot, lots of potential in the future. Uh, this is like one of the first times ever that we have so much line of sight into the future of Kingdom Hearts, you know, uh, marketing. You yeah. know, we know two two events for sure in advance they will be there. So yeah. that's kind of cool. So I'm excited. I don't know what they're going to show. I mean, Get honestly, it's only, been, it's only been three months, and the last thing they showed was like barely – it wasn't even in-game. So – I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about what they're going to show. I'm I'm more worried about the timing, and, and simply because yeah. we have just come, we finally have some kind of closure on verses, um, mm-hmm. and you know, with Namor saying we are we are so far away, I just don't want another verses with Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, yeah, and I would think, I would hope, and and I would surmise that with the new direction that the company's taking, that it won't be that way, but you mm-hmm. know. I've been burned once. Burn me once, shame on you. Yeah. Burn me twice, you know. So I'm just, like you said, I'm cautiously optimistic on this. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm hoping they learn from their stitches on the on the PS3. Apparently it was a very painful thing to develop for, uh, and I think that led to uh, a lot of the drama because it, it was very much a pain to develop Final Fantasy Thirteen, and because Final Fantasy Thirteen was hurting so much, they had to steal from the Versus development team and integrate them in and stop development on Versus, and there was just all this rigmarole because of that. And then they had to switch engines because they realized in Thirteen that the white engine or the crystal tools, whatever they called it in the end, that it wasn't any good anymore and they needed to make this new engine. And ugh, ugh. hopefully. Hopefully that's not the case, and Luminous is finally a good engine. Hopefully, yes. uh, finally they worked out everything with that engine. I mean, so le- far, at so the good very with- least, at the very least, Versus is playable, and it is running the Luminous engine. So th- there is a game that is already in some sort of playable state. So that is the good news. Good. That could not have been said in the past about <laughs> Final Fantasy XIII uh, when Versus uh, was still in development. Uh. But anyway, moving on to the burning question. Burning question. Burning question. Our previous question was, what is your favorite Kingdom Hearts 2 cutscene, and what did it mean to you? Uh, The first response comes from Vexnus24, and Vexnus responds, My favorite cutscene from Kingdom Hearts 2 is the scene that Axel dies in. I like it because, as someone who played Chain of Memories and 358 over two days, uh, I grew close to Axel and actually felt strong emotion uh, during this scene. Uh, I've always enjoyed... Uh, these scenes where you feel what the character does. This scene helps move the tone of the game from a cheerful Disney game to a more serious Final Fantasy final battle mood. Uh, It's just an amazing scene. Also, you get the Bond of Flame Keyblade after this cutscene, and that alone makes it totally radical. And I would have to agree, because, you know, it's such a touching moment, because, you know, here... You know, Axel's all like, yeah, I turned on the organization, you know, and it's like, you know, I'm just going to save my friend because cause that's what I'm here for. And I like how he wasn't speaking to Sora directly. He was speaking to Roxas. So that's what made it so touching because Axel misses his best friend and he wants him to succeed and move on. Yeah, so. it was def- definitely an awesome scene. And, uh, you know, it, it's the scene where you finally realize, you know, some of what Axel was going through, even though it wasn't clear when you were first playing Kingdom exactly. Hearts 2, but you could understand why he was a double agent and that he's... I mean, I didn't quite get it at first, but you could definitely see uh, hints that he truly was Roxas's friend, and that's why he was a double agent, and that's why he betrayed the organization uh, to go get him back. So it was, it, it was, awesome. it was a touching just scene, saw the yes. Op- I agree that it was a touching scene and it was great for the for the purposes of cinema, but man, what, it just destroyed the world of fan art for me. I, I <laughs> after that scene, it was just yowie uh, nonstop, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh, come on, you're killing me here." There's there's more <laughs> it, to it, this it's game always than been just non-stop that since the first game. I know, yeah. I know, but that just kind of I was like, I don't know if I like Roxas anymore. I think you, know? you can officially say uh, rule 35 of the internet if it exists there is yaoi of it on the internet (laughs) i just that's pretty much it just overlook i mean again the scene was good but it just kind of it kind of took a life of its own outside of the game yeah yeah definitely uh and i actually 
uh, personally prefer the uh, Japanese version of the cutscene, which had more explosions in it. <laughs> Apparently, the ESRB did not take kindly to Axel bursting into flames. They did not like that. If he bursts into black, whatever, that's fine. If he bursts into fire and catches on fire, even though he's been shooting fire this whole time, you know, even though it makes sense that he would catch on fire, we got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> he can't. He can't be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> what if kids think that's cool? Exactly. What if they want to die that way? <laughs> yeah. So that um, version of the scene was cooler. Also, just another thing with Kingdom Hearts 2 cutscenes and, uh, and censorship because of the ESRB. Uh, that whole scene with uh, in the Pirates of the Caribbean where Bill Turner can't point the gun at himself. He's like, I forget, did he, did he just not like hold the gun at all? What, what did he do? I forget. He, he pointed at uh, Barbosa, not at himself. So yeah, they kind of made him point his gun at somebody who's clearly the undead. And yeah, can't die. so it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like what's the different. point of that? Exactly. Well, ooh, what a threat! <laughs> and like one of the plot points and how Barbosa ends up dying is when he's shot and then turned mortal. That's like that's the key. He has to be mortal, and he wasn't mortal then. Uh, yep. I don't know. The the, the, the the censorship in Kingdom Hearts Two was. Uh, a little, a little bit over the top. I mean, honestly, it and was from funny, the and movie. It's funny how they're, they're they changed their guns into crossbows, which is, uh, <laughs> which is like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't explain it, but it's just, it's still a, a weapon. Yeah, still. <laughs> if anything, I'd be more afraid to be shot with a crossbow, just because that would probably hurt more, because that might not kill you instantly so much. <laughs> you know, that, that seems like that'd be more painful. Exactly. To be honest. Lingering. Yes, it's lingering pain, and I I think that's a little less humane. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm hoping Kingdom Hearts three doesn't suffer the same thing. But if Disney has uh, anything to say, I'm about sure it. it does. I mean, I mean, you got to remember yeah. the ESRB was the one that complained about Akko's boobs jiggling. Ugh. That yeah. <laughs> we need thirty percent less jiggle to make this an E rated game. Exactly. <laughs> uh. Terrible. You you have a game with Sephiroth in it, and you can't have it rated teen. Nope. No. Unfortunate. Anyway, Inchiro, uh, will you take this next one? This one's from NSA Slayer, and they write, My favorite cutscene from KH2 is when Roxas is sitting at his group's favorite spot eating sea salt ice cream. It's meaningful to me because me and my best friends chill out at our favorite spot and eat drumstick ice cream. Aw, that's sweet. That's very sweet. But I will say this. You know, I I enjoyed it the very first time I played Kingdom Hearts 2. Then I went and played uh, 358 over 2. And then when I went back to play Kingdom Hearts 2, I was like, not another damn ice cream scene! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh. I know know that's mean, but it just was... Oh, my gosh. Too much ice cream. It was was a little little too much ice cream. Yeah, and I I know I'm gonna feel the same way when we finally do get the uh, HD. Oh, that uh, that'll be even worse burst. because you don't yeah. have any gameplay to split it There's up. There's no gameplay. It is literally all ice cream scenes. Just ice cream. Can you imagine at the end of Kingdom Hearts three, everybody is at Source House all eating ice cream. Oh, uh, <laughs> the final scene. Gracious. Now, now we we need to be on our guard though because if they release this and then they you know simultaneously release you know Square Enix's Kingdom Hearts sea salt ice cream in in grocery stores, we. Uh, know something's going on here. (laughs) (laughs) Sea salt ice cream is people. Must eat sea salt ice cream. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, To be honest, I've I've actually seen, like, recipes for sea salt ice cream, and uh, I always wonder, why do they make it blue in Kingdom Hearts? Like, there's no particular ingredient that makes it blue. (laughs) I actually (laughs) had a friend uh, made a sea salt like lollipops yeah he actually sent one to me and it was actually pretty delicious it, it came out blue exactly like in the game oh. yeah so it was actually pretty neat if you guys have a chance to make it definitely do it because it's pretty awesome yeah well anyway bef- before moving on uh, I just want to find out what are your favorite uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 cutscenes so sure what, what's your favorite uh, I said this in the last recording but my favorite scene in case two is when the trio reunites in the world that never was even though Riku was in his uh, uh, Xehanort's heartless form it's still a touching scene um, having all three of them hold each other's hands you know and then it shows that glimpse of Riku with his blindfold on for Damn that it, split Churro. second you took mine that's everybody's, oh, that's, that's everybody's favorite so. back to the drawing board that's why I had to say it because it's my definite favorite 
So there's a lot of good ones. I, I, Brian, I need, I need you to keep. I, well, I need you guys to keep rambling for a couple minutes okay. so I can figure out my next one. Gotcha. Oh okay. Gosh. So I'll, I'll so start. Yours, Brandon's. I'll start. I'll start uh, listening to some. Well, obviously, I do like that scene. Uh, but beyond that, um, well, I can say what it was going to be, but wasn't until uh, Dream Drop Distance. Uh, not Dream. It was a uh, days until days fixed it. Uh, it was going to be the deep dive scene in oh, in-game on, form. Oh, come on! You are killing me! <laughs> it, it was going to be, but the problem is they didn't have enough of the sound effects in from the cutscene, and they didn't add it in or think to add them in until Dream Drop Distance. So, like, that was going to be mine. But, I mean, you can still have it, Brian, because uh, it's not mine. I'm just clarifying Oh, my that gosh. <laughs> But uh, if I had to pick one, the one that was most touching to me when playing was when uh, Roxas sees Sora in the pod and realizes that his summer vacation was over. But specifically the Japanese version of it, even though it sounds very hipster, but uh, it's completely honest. I didn't think uh, What's-His-Face's recording was that good. Uh, bye, bye, bye. No, that, that's NSYNC. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other boy band guy that wasn't really a boy band. Uh, uh, Jesse, Jesse McCartney. McCartney. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I didn't think his recording of that scene was very good, but the Japanese guy was good. And I didn't know what it meant, so maybe that's part of why I liked it so much. But the the emotion was there, and it was very strong. Aww. And uh, there's also uh, Sora imagining himself dancing with Kyrie in Halloween Town. That was a very awesome scene. Yeah. Uh, it's a very awesome scene for the uh, Sora Kyrie shippers out there. <laughs> for me, we, we are I strong. Like was um, when he uh, the, the entire uh, Hundred Acre Wood scene because it was oh, very touching yeah. when Winnie the Pooh was getting sad because Sora was you know leaving and he was afraid that he was going to forget them and Sora was like, "No, I'll never forget you guys." And then they had and then Sora had his uh, uh, the Breakfast Club moment. Yeah, the, um, when he was walking away from them. Yeah. And then when the book when the book finally closes, it seals up and it shows like the new cover for it. And I, man, I had so many manly tears from that. It's it's so funny. I always dread doing the Winnie the Pooh side story stuff because it's yeah. it's not part of what? the main game. But no. But here's the thing, though. As soon as I get into it, by the time I'm done, I'm sad that it's done. So it's yeah. it's this very strange Aww. thing for me. I'm like, I don't really want to have to do this. But when I'm in it, I'm like, give me more. Must have more poo. You know. That's that's at least how I feel starting the playthrough because then I because what I'm thinking whenever I start a playthrough because for me the the biggest reason I play Kingdom Hearts is for the secret movies yeah. so yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking I need to get the secret movie that means I need to find all the torn pages exactly and I'm like crap if I miss a torn page I'm not going to be able to get this movie <laughs> and I know I'm pretty sure oh no no it wasn't torn pages it was Dalmatians yes. in uh in uh, Kingdom Hearts one one of the Dalmatians is missable. If you don't get it, Ooh. and that's that is an oversight by Square, and I did miss it one time. Oh, so, yeah. Oh. There is there is a Dalmatian puppy that is. Missable. Yep, that's why Final Mix corrected it. <laughs> yeah, Final Mix. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they fixed that. So, uh, yeah, that's that's how I feel. That's basically the thing that gets me to play the Winnie the Pooh games. Yeah. Uh, but they are. I mean, they're very emotional. Surprisingly, like they should be, expect but they it. are. Yes, oh. they they like it's definitely that Mary Poppins effect where a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down, and they cover the most depressing subjects <laughs> in Winnie the Pooh. They really like, do. Uh, separation, loss, you know, all of that. That is the Winnie Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. It's a wonder world. Eeyore hasn't committed suicide at this point. Yes, yeah, <laughs> let's just put it that way. Goodness. Uh, yeah, I'm tr- I'm trying to think if there's any other cutscenes that jump out at me uh, from Kingdom well, Hearts. Well, I, I will say this: it's not necessarily a, a, a great cutscene, but it was when I mm-hmm. did my one of my last playthroughs. This was a few years ago, and I haven't played it since. But mm-hmm. um, I didn't know who Christopher Lee was at that point, mm, uh, yeah. and so when I played it the first time, I had no idea. You know, I heard the voice, but no idea who it was. But then when I played through, I'd completely forgotten that he was in it. And then when yeah. I heard his voice, I was like. Holy mother of Troy, that's Christopher Lee. And I, it was just, yep. it was it was amazing. The, se- the scene probably wasn't even all that great, but it was just kind of that realization of, yeah. whoa, how did they get him in this? That kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, one thing that I will bring up, and it's not particularly special, is uh, when uh, right before you fight Zaldin and he summons his spears, they have the coolest tornado smoke effect with lightning in it that like when I first saw it in the trailer uh, I think it was TGS 2005 to be specific I remember these trailers <laughs> but besides secret movies my favorite thing about Kingdom Hearts is the trailers <laughs> so 
They did really good with the trailers. Even even uh, the early early trailers that they yes. showed at TGS two thousand three or four was it? Yeah. Oh, oh, even those, those early concept ones were really well done. Square, yeah, basically, Square Enix does trailers well. I, I will give yeah, them that. Yeah, that's that's like ninety percent of the product for me is the trailers <laughs> and the secret movies. The game, whatever, man. <laughs> Brands like the pretty lights. I love it. <laughs> oh, definitely. But yeah, those uh those tornadoes that Zelda summons up, to me they felt like, whoa, this looks like it doesn't belong in the PS2. I didn't know they could do this. So <laughs> that was definitely good on ya, uh Kingdom Hearts two team. Yeah, you, 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 sh- you did your programming well. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that brings us to the end of the burning question segment. Uh, for the next burning question, we ask, how does it feel knowing Kingdom Hearts 3 is finally coming? So let us know how you feel. Let us know how you felt when you saw it announced. Let us know what you're feeling with what we know about Kingdom Hearts 3 so far and what you think they're going to be releasing next. You know, what what's your gut feeling about Kingdom Hearts 3 right now? Right now. Right now. Anyway. This instant. Do it now. <laughs> this instant. Do it now. Go to the episode release thread of this podcast, and you you need to answer yes. so we can respond to you. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to the question segment. Uh, this first question comes from Foxcape. Foxcape asks, uh, so how do you feel about Kingdom Hearts 3 being developed by the Osaka team? Is it a great move because they've done so well with uh, Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance? Is it a great move because it means that Kingdom Hearts 3 will come out sooner than later? Or would you rather have waited for Nomura and the team that did the first and second games? I'm I'm fine with it. If it means that their release cycle is going to be sped up, I'm, I'm genuinely okay with that. And I don't mm-hmm. think that there's any huge disparity among the different teams. I think yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 has so much power behind it that I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to mess it up. You know, if if they mess it up then the other team probably would have messed it up too. So, yeah. I'm not and, I'm especially not worried. especially considering the creative staff is consistent. Exactly. You know, same same writer, same director, same composer, same, you know, exactly. rough art style, so yeah. uh if anything, I think it's awesome because going based off of what happened with Birth by Sleep and with Dream Drop Distance, uh the changes that have come into the series have been for the better for the most part. They've yeah. got recorded music. Awesome. Yep. I know, Brian, you're very excited I'm for I'm very no, excited about No that. more PS2 synths. No more He is a Pirate style. Get rid of them. Synth no. horns. <laughs> and so better music, uh, better, you know, more interactive gameplay. Uh, no more real quick sorry, time events. Everything that you're saying sounds like a Papa John's commercial. Better music, better graphics. Kingdom Hearts. Papa John's. <laughs> Not only that, I mean, the uh, soccer team has um, you know worked on more games than the actual Kingdom Hearts team. Yeah. So the experience yeah. is there. Plus, not only that, like we mentioned in the other recording, that uh, both the Kingdom Hearts team that's working on verse, uh, I mean, 15 now, mm-hmm. and the Saga team, they kind of learn from each other. So they borrow exactly. things from each other. So it's not like they're just totally, you know, two different, you know, teams. You know, here they are. They're like a, it's like a friendly rivalry towards each other. Yeah. Exactly. So they're always competing, always trying to outdo the other. So basically, I think it's a great decision no matter what because one, we're getting Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, you know, yep. that's the main goal. Exactly. And two, it's not going to be as much different as what we've seen before. So exactly. it's going to exactly. be totally if, a good thing. And if you haven't noticed, Final Fantasy fifteen and Kingdom Hearts three, kind of the same game. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that they are polishing each other and they are the you know the one was the legacy team and this is the new the young bucks and they're fighting against each other. I think it could only make Kingdom Hearts 3 better, and at least for us Kingdom Hearts fans, like we said in the last show, um, basically, Final Fantasy 15, that team's going through all the lumps of being the first game on the platform, yeah. so they get to they get to go through all the hard stuff, figuring out how to make it all work right, and we get to reap everything that they learn. Well, I think, so, I think it also kind of goes, I think it can uh, go back towards all of the changes that they're making within the business, that, that mm-hmm. up to this point, they... There, there has been so much pressure put on this one team. You have to do the main canon games. You, you know, yep. you, you, you are the ones who have to do it. And so we have to wait for them to be available to do them. And I, it could very easily be that the new, that the new management have said, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. We're going to go ahead and produce these games with or without this team, and we're still going to produce a good product. So. Yep. 
And the the fact that they are in a rivalry and they are sort of indirectly influencing the product still exactly. is definitely definitely a good thing. So exactly. they are helping in spirits. Exactly, exactly. They're they're not handing it off to Ido saying, "Okay, no, yeah. you're going to do this." No, no, it's still internal. It's still most mm-hmm. of the same people. So I I honestly think it'll be fine. Exactly. We'll see. So anyway, Brian, you want to take the next one? I do, I do. And this one comes from Dark Sky Kingdom. They say, so Kingdom Hearts 3 was, quote, kind of announced at E3 this year. Although the teaser didn't show much, we got a good look at what KH3 will probably look like in the end. What are your opinions on the somewhat new art style? Well, kind of announced is better than not being announced. <laughs> so at least we got something. But uh, I don't know. I'm thinking the inflection might have been Kingdom Hearts three was kind of announced. <laughs> I think that I, was I don't. I don't think if, if you've ever seen any of the recorded videos of the trailer being shown <laughs> inside the Sony press conference, I don't think I would call that a kind of a announced. <laughs> I mean, when when That's that definitely. three logo hit the screen, you Boom. could tell everybody in that venue just lost their minds. Yeah, so you know, I don't want to say kind of because it was something everybody's been waiting for for the past what. Seven years. Yeah, exactly. Now, is so, the question but, uh, on, here? On, is, is it is it kind of the an art? Is, is it a sarcastic question to say, "Well, the art style is the same. Who you know, it's not going to be as good as the others." Is, is that is that what's being asked here? Do you think? Uh, I, I think he just well, wants to know. Uh, what we I think, think about he's it. talking about what the the new kingdom shader that Nomura yeah, exactly. described uh, in his interviews, saying how if the, like whatever Sower goes to a Disney World, he's like the artwork's supposed to scale to make it look more of that Disney world. If it's like an original world, it'll all scale more to that. It'll just, it's just the way Sora interacts with his surroundings. Excuse my ignorance, but have they not been doing that already? They have been, but shaders are, at least technically, they are a different thing. Okay. And... Okay. Explain to Brandon because I'm, uh, I'm gonna put on my shader job. hat. I've been I've been spending this whole summer developing in Unity and learning Unity, and well, I only have the free version of Unity, so I don't have access to shaders. Sure, but that is one thing that I will be able to do at some point. But basically, the idea of shaders is it's basically the way you can have a material reflect light. Sure. So you can have uh, light reflect in a matte way or a glossy way. Sure. You can have it more reflective. Uh, have you ever seen like those? really cheesy this is a very 90s thing so it might be dated for some people but i've ever seen like one of those cars that was painted that weird purple paint that if you look at it at a weird angle it looks green yeah exactly that is an example of something that you could program in a shader okay so that type of weird thing where that kind of translucency exactly okay so you can give that that's an example of one of those things that you can do so you can do lots of different effects you can make it look more painted you can make it look so they have been doing that that is for sure uh a great example of that is a steamboat willy level in uh kingdom hearts 2 did that sort of thing exactly however they didn't do it with shaders they did it with just straight up textures they painted it that way Uh, uh so now they can program in a little bit more interactivity it can be a lot more dynamic um basically the best way to describe what this will do more than what they've been doing before is that it will be a lot closer to the film so Uh, if they do a toy story world they will make it look almost identical to toy story like it will look like the film okay so interesting Especially with PS4's graphical fidelity, I think it'll be really interesting to see what they're able to do with shaders. Cool. Uh, I, I do not envy the shader programming team because apparently it does take a long time to program <laughs> these things. But uh, I, I will, I'm, I'm I will afraid, watch though, that I'm just not going to notice that that at this point we will have seen yeah. it before. And so when it happens, it'll be it'll be cool. But unless I have Kingdom Hearts 2, you know, originally mm. on PS2 playing kind of side by side, I'm afraid I'm just not going to notice it. Yeah, I, I think what they're going to be pushing is it's going to be a more dramatic difference than before. Okay. Because if you look at certain worlds in Kingdom Hearts, uh, for example, like, uh, you know, if you take the Lion King world, sure. art style's different. Yeah. You know, they have th- their animals and, the, you know, the textures might be painted a little bit different, but that's to sort of the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what's another? What's a, Lion King's probably not the best one. L- let's say Aladdin. Okay. The same Sora character model in Aladdin is the same Sora character model that is in Traverse Town. Sure. So Sora, you know, hypothetically, if Aladdin has a world in Kingdom Hearts uh, three, I a, see what you're Sora saying. will look different. The, the, in he may, the he may be in the same costume, but the light and whatnot will, will exactly. refract and reflect differently, making him look like he's more mm-hmm. part of the world. Exactly. Gotcha. Uh, he could he possibly even 
He might. They might even go for uh, outlines. Uh, that is something that you could program as a shader is uh, outlines, sort of like a cell shaded look. Uh, Jet Set Radio has that sort of thing where they automatically outline a 3D model. I hope they don't do that because I don't really like it. But Nino Kuni did it right, so exactly, <laughs> it's not impossible. Yeah. So this is the PS4. But yeah, that's in a nutshell what shaders are. Effectively, what the benefit is for the feature is they're going to look closer to the films and uh, with the graphical fidelity uh, that is on the PS4 and Xbox 360 or Xbox One and PC. Okay. Hopefully, look good. Yeah, they can they can do some awesome things. But yeah, I, th- I think it's gonna I think it's really gonna improve the you know the cinematic quality of Kingdom Hearts, and I'm excited to see what they can do with it. Good. Anyway, I think I think we talked enough about art. Chiro, you want to take this uh, this next one? Yep. This one's from uh, Pokemon Trainer J, and they write, What do you think happened to the other organization members who didn't appear in Kingdom Hearts during that distance? Restored? Gone for good? Will we see them in Kingdom Hearts 3? Would you like to see them again? So, before we can answer that question, we need to figure out, okay, so who wasn't shown in during that distance? So we got Marluxia. He wasn't in there. Larxene wasn't in there. Uh, what else? Who wasn't in there? Uh, D-Mix wasn't in there, and Luke Sword. I think those four. It was it. Is that yeah. right? Okay, so those four. So D-Mix, Luke Sword, uh, Larxene, and Marluxia. I don't think D-Mix... So basically, and, and this... Okay, so we're going to be getting into poor Brian spoilers. Okay, so they have the new organization. I you, fellas. I, I just... There's... I quit. I quit. I'm done. So there's the new organization, 13, that is made up of all Xehanorts, and one of them happens to be Psyx, and he's been infused with the Zehanort magic, whatever it is. I don't think uh, Luke Sword and DMX are going to be in there, just because uh, they said, and I quote, the previous Organization 13 was a failure, so they do not want to include most of the members. I would personally doubt that Larxene and Marluxia will be in it, just because they were traitors. They were traitors to the original organization. Wait, 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 hold, hold on, question. Who, who yes. said that it was a failure? Uh, Zehanor. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. The, the bald man himself. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I, I thought you. I thought you said. I don't know why I heard it, but I thought you said Namora uh, no, no. said that they were oh, a no, failure. No, no. I was like, what? <laughs> indirectly, gotcha. indirectly through the mouth flaps of old Zehanor gotcha. and Letter Nimoy. Well, it was it was pretty written much from the mind of Namora. So <laughs> yeah, technically true. it was from Namora. Technically, yes. But yeah, basically, uh, the previous organization is considered a failure. Uh, but Syx is one of the members. So or Isa. Issa is one of the members, so it's not unheard of that some of them will join them. And perhaps the fact that Marluxia and Larxene were traitors, maybe that'll sort of earn them brownie points with old man Xehanort. So uh, they might be a part of it. I mean, they've got 13 seats to fill uh, in the new Organization 13, and we don't know most of them. So I would say it's a potential that they might be uh, amongst the cloaks. But uh, D-Mix and Luke Sword, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm, I'm going to go out on a D-Mix. limb here and say, since this is the conclusion, everyone's mm-hmm. going to be in it. Absolutely. Yeah, every, yeah every, everybody's going to be in it. Everyone's going to be in it. it. He, he, he will pull in everybody and, and you know just yank every tear-jerking <laughs> moment that he possibly can. Yeah, I just wonder... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they'll be there. It would be awesome if uh, they appeared and pretty much ate Sora... Because they got fed up with Xehanort, and so they helped Sora for like a specific scene to get him somewhere. That'd be kind of awesome. Oh, I thought we, you said we we've watched you for nine games mess this up. You're done. We're taking over. <laughs> I, I almost I almost thought you said if they came around and ate Sora like for dinner. <laughs> okay. I don't I don't think Sora would taste that great after uh, that long. Tastes like chicken. I could imagine that be the case. Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah, I would definitely agree. Regardless of if they're in that new Organization 13 or not, they're in it. They're in it. For sure. No no questions asked. It's the finale. Everybody who's anybody is in it. So. Exactly. Except, and it's, it's going to have the Red Wedding in Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, except maybe Tarzan just because of licensing issues. They, Tarzan hasn't been included for a while, so I don't know if he'll be, if he'll be around. But. Oh. Who knows? We'll have to see. <laughs> All right. And this last one comes from Oathkeeper1985. And Oathkeeper asks, my question for you guys is, because I really want some stickers. Oh, no. <laughs> Disqualified. <laughs> Not getting it. Sorry. It's, it's fine. <laughs> With the new look of the gameplay and cutscenes of Kingdom Hearts 3, just saying that makes me squee with happiness. What are you guys looking forward to in finishing moves, paired character moves, and do you think 
uh, the new look will bring into worlds to exploit, and what do you want to see in both cases? P.S. Did I mention mm. I want stickers? Anything black and white? I forgot no, to read that part. Do not Pasco. Do not collect some <laughs> stickers. No, I'm just kidding. You will receive stickers. S- S- but, uh, no, no. You you need to send them the entire box now. J- 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 just get rid of them right now. No more stickers at all. You send them all to the one person. <laughs> okay, Elf Keeper 1985 is the lucky winner. They will receive all the the entire leftover of all my stickers. Uh, Oath Keeper will make it rain with stickers. You you won the internet. Now have a lot of of the same sticker. <laughs> Stickers for uh, uh, pretty much a cons- uh, handheld console that died out. <laughs> but uh, for f- as for finishing moves, uh, I don't know. Like it'd be kind of nice to see more finishing moves. I really can't think of anything at the top of my head, but it'll give more of a reason to have Sora start at level one all over again because one of the best things about leveling up from level one is getting new finishing moves. Yeah. And then also going to dis- different Disney worlds and uh, interacting with the characters, getting paired uh, co-op attacks, as they were called in Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Okay, what I secretly want, though, is instead of him starting at level 1, he starts at level 100, but the level cap is 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would there be kind of awesome. <laughs> so, uh... we do, so instead of starting over, you just slide. Yeah, it's some more zeros. There you go. It's a sliding scale. You can have <laughs> many zeros as you but want. But if, if you do want a challenge, you can slide the scale down to level one if you wanted to. Oh, oof. That would be horrible. Level one Sora fighting level 1000 Sephiroth. That'd be hilarious. Uh, I can see it happening. <laughs> that would be Speak- hilarious. Speaking of Sephiroth, I really do hope he does get included in Kingdom Hearts 3 so Sephiroth and Cloud can conclude their story arc in Kingdom Hearts 3 since they're sort of special. And you can get a Sephiroth Keyblade. Oh, yeah, That's very that long. Awesome. That that would be cool. <laughs> and you can't wield it. It should be literally just the Kingdom Key, but really, really long. That's all it is. <laughs> and slightly curved. Slightly curved, yeah. <laughs> slightly curved, really, really long. He, he throws it like a boomerang. Oh, yes. <laughs> So, uh, so let's see what else. Uh, I think yeah, finishing moves, paired character moves. I, uh, that's I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about paired character moves because when I think paired character moves, I think reaction commands. And when I think reaction commands, I think of quick time events, and I think of God of War, and I think of 2005. And well, as long as they increase old. the paired character moves, because you know you have, you know, you can do it with one of each person in your party. How about yeah. doing it with both of them in your party? Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. one you know, giant. I, I, I don't care if they make them look pretty. Just please make them look, or just please make them functional. You know, yeah, if, yeah. if if they're pretty, that's one thing. But if they don't, if they don't really help me achieve anything, I'm never going to use mm-hmm. it. So I'm, I won't benefit from them at all. I would say like, like the only ones you really use are Donald and Goofy's. Exactly. Yeah. Those like those are pretty pretty good in their case, but like everybody else's was really not even worth it. Exactly. Yeah. I think if if they limit the sort of quick time event sort of thing to just the paired character moves, then I'd be okay. Mm-hmm. It's it would piss me off if, you know, every boss battle has its own reaction command and you have paired character moves and you have this other quick time event during a cutscene yeah. and no. None of that. It's I too hate, much. I hate quick time events. Yeah, too much. Uh, and then worlds. Uh, I mean, it's really hard to say with worlds. I, I want to see some CG movies. I think this is the time to do CG movies because you John now, Carter, you have the technology. <laughs> you can rebuild them. It's time. The Lone Ranger. You have shaders. Oh, please <laughs> don't add the Lone Ranger. Uh, <laughs> I'll just name in movies that bombed uh, uh, action yeah. movies. That's why, because <laughs> it's so so hilarious because they bombed. Could you imagine? Imagine like photo- Disney would be like, "No, we want the Lone Ranger in this in Kingdom Hearts three. No say tomorrow." <laughs> Photorealistic per- Mary Poppins. Everything is very hyper photorealistic. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the nice thing about Imagine uh, the shaders on that. <laughs> the nice thing about Final Fantasy fifteen being developed by uh you know, a neighbor team and on the same engine is we can always steal their shaders and exactly. uh, use those. <laughs> so if we need if we need photorealistic shaders, boom, we got it. We got them. So very easy. I, I, I don't know though. I mean I, I agree with you, but man, that uncanny valley is unforgiving, you know? And it is so... yeah, it's it's definitely unforgiving. Though I I think they did okay with um with the Pirates of the Caribbean level, I, I think I think the, char- that. Oh, the characters alone are fine. Oh. I, I I actually enjoy tr- uh, both uh, Tron and Tron Legacy. I think for 
uh, live action film, so I think that one was the better of the of the ones they had. I would say the animation uh, probably is what killed it. I think the models were okay. See, that's the thing. Tron and Tron, the, the worlds for Tron and Tron Legacy didn't bother me because they're in this kind of weird gray area that you know it, everything's yeah. electronic. So if you fall into the to the valley, you kind of expect it, and so it's not that yeah. big of a deal. Whereas with with Pirates of the Caribbean, and granted, this was technology that was being used you know ten years ago. So yes. you know things have changed a lot, and and I don't deny that they can be better. But I also know in Tron Legacy, the movie, the you know the the young Jeff Bridges was close, but it wasn't quite there, and so and you yeah, can, you can tell. Sure. And so I'm, I'm just I'm a little nervous about that. I really am. Definitely, especially well, when they can't get like the actual voice actors to voice that. Too. That yeah. that's even worse. Yes. I also have a sneaking suspicion that they won't go out on a limb to do performance capture for just one Disney World or just you know all just the live action worlds yeah. because that's like. That's a lot of investment. Even though they do, they have invested in that because the uh, Agnes Philosophy uh, Technomo used performance capture okay. uh, for that guy that was like, and now the Pact of Binding, <laughs> or whatever, whatever he was <laughs> saying, whatever that was. garbage. That was definitely performance capture. So I guess that'd be the way they go. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, so that brings us to the end of our question segment. On to the music. We have a great uh, piano arrangement. Uh, from Kingdom Hearts 2, speaking of Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, it's an arrangement of Afternoon Streets. Uh, it also has a little bit of Lazy Afternoons in there. Uh, for those who don't know, Afternoon Streets was the uh, world theme for Sora in Twilight Town, and Lazy Afternoons was the world theme for Twilight Town for Roxas. So they're sort of smushed together in a very uh, appropriate fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the arranger is Hypochondriac Piano. We've had him on the show before. Uh, definitely check him out on YouTube. Uh, so yeah, enjoy that. Uh, the next Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 20th of August, so be excited for that. Mm-hmm. And you can subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes Store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts and we're number one. Number, number one. one! And of course you can catch every episode of Kingdom Hearts Union at... Er, at kingdomheartsunion.com or churro kh2.co.uk Alright. I said it right this time. You said it all right. <laughs> yes. yes. So we made oh, it to okay. that point. It is It is goodbye time, so Aww. say your goodbyes. Saddy saddies. Yes. Sad is anyone going to say anyone say goodbye? Nope. We're, no. we're, we're just going <laughs> to sit here. We're just going to sit here and just twiddle our thumbs. <laughs> sit here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good gravy. Well, um, goodbye. You're, you're gonna. Oh, oh. So you're gonna cut me off. <laughs> Brandon was about to bring down the ban hammer. Say your goodbyes. Yeah. Say your goodbyes. All right. I, I, I caved in. Goodbye, everybody. I'll see you again soon, whether you want me or not. All righty. We love you, Brian. <laughs> yes, we do love you, Brian. So I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and kingdomheartsunion.com production.